Welcome to the Real Life Show, Living with a Chronic Illness. We are your hosts, Cassie and Chelsea. I'm Cassie, a single mom living with a chronic illness who is extremely passionate about living a full and happy life. And I'm Chelsea. I have a passion for helping people to put themselves first and to be the best version of themselves each and every day. We came together to create the Spoonie Hub, an uplifting community that offers resources, guidance, support, and offers you the space to be yourself, be heard, and feel understood. We hope that by providing tips and tricks from experts, we help people with chronic conditions to thrive and live the lives they've dreamed of. This show is not only for those who live with a chronic illness or disability, but their friends, family, spouses, and just anyone else existing on the earth. Our goal is to normalize having a chronic condition by sharing real stories with real people and to show the world how relatable those everyday struggles can be. There's a little something in here for everyone. And a special shout out to our community at the Spoonie Hub. Thanks to your contributions, we are able to provide flexible work opportunities for Spoonies, donate to our nonprofit to help provide wellness treatments for those who need it, and be able to transcribe our podcast to make it more accessible for all. To learn more, visit our show notes. Enjoy the show. Hey, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of The Real Life Show, Living with a Chronic Illness. This is the first real talk with Cassie and Chelsea of 2021. Yay! Yay! So today we are talking to you about misconceptions in the coaching industry when it comes to having a chronic illness or just anyone that's wanting to maybe work with a coach because there are some really amazing coaches like in our Spoonie Hub, there are some great coaches that we have on as expert guests, but there's also some maybe not as good coaches out there. And so we wanted to share our experiences working with coaches, um, taking courses one-on-one and maybe give you some tips on how do you know if a coach is the right fit for you and just kind of how to navigate that. Cause it can be kind of confusing. Yeah. And like, exactly. We kind of want to start off too with like, coaching does not have to be a dirty word. Yeah. Like I I know that um whenever I would hear of like coach I was just like eh, eh, no, you know, scrolling or not following this person or whatever. I definitely was like they're trying to sell me something. As soon as I saw coach on anything I was like no. And then I realized that I was like blocking off a ton of possibilities and Chelsea was like the first coach that then I was like, okay, I'm willing to give this a try because I like her. And then it really opened up my eyes to, um, I was one of the people who judged coaching and, um, had a, I would say actually like wrong perspective on it for the past, I don't know, six to eight years. Mm -hmm. And so, um, Chelsea and I felt like it was important to talk about all of the things and really quick too, before we get into it, it made me realize too that I, in fact, did this like coaching slash mastermind slash course a few years ago, this wonderful naturopath I saw gifted me to be in the course, but she never used any of the words of course, mastermind, coach, anything. She was like, I want you to hop on this call. It's normally $2,000 for this long, but I want to gift it to you. She was a client as well. And I was kind of like, wow, that's amazing. Thank you so much. I'd love to. And the whole time showing up live on these calls every week and having homework, I didn't even know that I was actually in a program. 
And it was life-changing for me. Um, and then, like I said, it was a few years later that then I finally opened my mind up with Chelsea being a coach. And then I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. And then again, now I'm realizing that coaching is not a bad word. And so, yeah. Okay. Chelsea, you start. So really the point of this is as Cassie kind of mentioned, coaching comes in lots of forms. Mm -hmm. Um, and so to me, coaching has kind of been this label that underneath it is like, I mean, therapy could be considered some form of coaching. Seeing a counselor could be some form of coaching. Um, talking through stuff with friends can be a form of coaching. Coaching, I think is just this, this entity where you're trying to help someone or and you're getting help yourself is, is kind of the way that I look at it. And there's so many different ways that can happen. And it could be in downloadable freebies, like our how-to guides on the Spoonie Hub is a form of coaching. <laughs> it is because <laughs> we're trying to help you work through something. We're giving you tools to be more confident when you go into the doctor's office, to, to manage your stress better, to set your goals. Like our monthly intention settings is a form of coaching. A lot of stuff that we do within the Spoonie Hub is all a form of coaching, but it's got a basis in community. Mm-hmm. So there's so many different ways that you can do coaching. Again, like freebies, how-to guides, podcasts can have a lot of coaching. Like, let's be honest, y'all. The, a lot of the real talks that we do, these episodes with just me and Cassie, we're kind of coaching. We're giving you our opinions and our ideas in hopes that it would help you. That's yeah. All it and it's, it's almost ends up being like coaching each other. Yeah. Coincidentally. I know we do that all the time. And a lot of books end up being coaching. Mm-hmm. If you like uh, personal development books or self-help books, a lot of those are a form of coaching or a mm-hmm. course type of deal just in a book. Yep. So really coaching is just something that purpose is out there to help people. Mm-hmm. And I think, and maybe it's because I'm in the coaching industry. I am a coach. I'm a health coach and a mindset coach. And so I feel like I see a lot of coaches out there because that's kind of the realm that I'm in, but it's one of those things that it can make such a big difference in your life. And a lot of people become coaches because they had a coaching experience that really helped them. I became a coach because I started off being a personal trainer. And while I loved it, I felt like there was this really big piece of helping people feel their best and be healthy that I was missing while I was personal training. And so I started exploring other ways to help people. And I found the coaching industry and I love it. It's so fun, so fulfilling, but I personally have had amazing experiences with coaches and I have had some not so amazing ones. And so what we really wanted to dive into today is how do you know if a coach is a good fit for you? And how do you know if they're not? Because in the end, it doesn't matter what they can offer you. It doesn't matter who they are if they're not a match for you. They could be the most amazing person on paper, but if you don't feel like they're a good fit to work with you, to help you, please, for the love of all things good, do not give them your money. Do not give them your time. Do not give them your energy, your space at all. And so one thing um, kind of as Cassie started saying is there was all these people on Instagram that she was saying that she didn't want to follow because, oh, they're a coach. Ooh, they're going to try to sell to me. If you have someone that's like in your social media sphere and all they're doing is being like, hey, you should pay for this course. Hey, you should do this. Hey, you should do that. Hey, you should do this. And you don't like that. Please unfollow them. Mm-hmm. Please block them. Get them out. As a as a coach on Instagram, I use my in my personal Instagram to 
promote my coaching. I give it to share, but I also want to put posts on there that if you never paid me a cent, you're still going to get something out of. Mm -hmm. So follow people that make you feel good, that give you information that you enjoy, that give you perspectives that you enjoy. And if you look at their posts and you feel icky in any way, unfollow. That should go for everybody, not just like coaches that you just don't want to follow. Unfollow anyone that you don't feel good about. And just to like add on to that, like Chelsea said, she likes to give something away um, in her posts that might be helpful. And I know that there's like one person in particular that Chelsea and I follow, which is Catherine Zenkina at Manifestation Babe. And she's a coach. She's a coach. She's a coach. And we fucking love her. And so we have done multiple of her courses, her workbooks. We both listen to like all of her podcasts. Mm -hmm. She has this crazy freebie library with so many worksheets and everything. And Chelsea and I just love her and have connected with other amazing people through her stuff. Um, And she gives away so much valuable stuff for free Mm -hmm. or for very low cost. And it's not like that devalues her in any way. If anything, Chelsea and I have been like, oh my gosh, she gives this away for free. Can you imagine what it would be like to work with her one-on-one? Can you imagine what she's like as a coach one-on-one or in a group coaching program? So like Chelsea said, people should be offering value for free as well. And then it just gives you this like extra Mm -hmm. layer if you choose to work with them. Yeah. And there are, there might also be some coaches out there that don't give a whole lot of free, like maybe their freebies are very, very minimal, but you should be able to get a vibe from just having a simple conversation yeah, with them or scrolling point. through their posts. Um, Cause there's some people that are like, I'm not giving away my stuff for free and that is their right. Um, mm-hmm. But you should still be able to get a feel. Um, yeah, that's a good point. You should know what you're getting into. Like yeah. you should have enough to know, yes, I want to work with this person. So in the end, it is your decision. And I, I before we dive too deep into like, how do you know if it's the right person for you? I want you to know that you can always say no to someone if they're asking you to pay them for some service. You can say no. Cause I have been in situations where I was talking to a coach and I felt like I couldn't say no, because there are some sneaky, sneaky sales tactics out there that may or may not be ethical in my opinion. Um, and there have been things said to me on sales calls that made me feel that if I didn't say yes to a program or a course or one-on-one coaching, then I was that meant something really negative about me. And I want to make it very clear to all of you listening that you can say no. And it means literally nothing about you. All it means is that coach wasn't a good fit for you at that time or ever. Okay. So in the end, I want you guys to remember that it's your decision 100% all the time, but to tell if a coach is a good fit for you, one, the transformation that they're offering is something you actually want in your life, they might be a good fit. If their personality and teaching style is something that works for you, they might be a good fit. And also financially, some coaches are incredibly expensive. Some aren't. Coaching is a field that the coach gets to decide 
what they want to charge based off of their own belief and what the transformation they're giving is worth monetarily. Is that the right word? Monetary, mm-hmm. money-wise, whatever that word is. <laughs> and so if it's a cost, like if someone's telling you, Hey, I can change your life. I can help you feel so good inside and out. I can help you heal some of the symptoms that you're experiencing. All of that might be true. There are some really incredible things that can happen in this world. Even if you're sitting here listening to this podcast being like, Chelsea, I feel like shit. There's no way that a coach could help me work through this. Well, there might actually be one out there that can, but if they're asking you to spend $20,000 on coaching with them for six months to get there, that might not be something you can do. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. You can just say no and move on and find someone else. So um, for me, when I know that it's a good fit, I'm really, really excited to work with them. And I, I know for me, sometimes coaches can make you feel that if you don't say yes to working with them or buying their course or whatever it is they're trying to sell you, that if you say no, then you're not going to get to where you want to be. I don't like to invest in myself from that place of fear. Personally, I've done it in the past and I'm going to be completely honest with you all. I've seen a lot of money go on my credit card (laughs) for that reason. (laughs) That's still there. But anytime that I've invested myself in a place of, I think I can make this happen on my own, but it's going to take a lot longer than it would if I say yes to this person and work with them and use their experience and their help to get to where I want to be faster. That's kind of the way that I look at it is if you feel excited, you feel like it's possible for you. Maybe it's a little bit of a challenge, a little bit of a stretch to get there, but that you could actually do it even on your own, but it speeds up that timeline to have someone do it with you, then it might be a good investment. So Cassie, how have you kind of approached making some decisions on working with a coach or not working with a coach? Yeah. So I think a big part of it first was breaking down my judgment on what a coach is and what they do. And when I kind of realized that it's like, okay, wait, they could also just be like a teacher Mm-hmm. or like a counselor or guidance. And when I realized that, for example, um, when Chelsea approached me about doing some one-on-one coaching with her, this is before we started our Spoonie stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, and I was kind of like, I want to support her and I want to give it a go. And yeah, I do want to make some changes. Yeah. Let's, let's kind of give it a shot. Um, Right away, we got to talk about some issues that I realized I didn't want to talk to my counselor about. Like one of them was me being unhappy in one of my jobs. And I never really talked about it to my counselor or therapist because I was like, oh, this isn't emotionally worthy enough to talk about in my, you know, 200 an hour counseling session paid for by insurance or whatever. Some of it paid for by insurance. So, but then I, with Chelsea, when I was like, okay, yeah, she's a life coach. This is an aspect of my life. I would like to change. I was like, I'll bring it up with her. And it really helped me gain a lot of clarity on my feelings about this job. And I ended up quitting it and like being unbelievably happy that I did so. Um, I just want to interject and say that, that the reason Cassie quit was because I, as a coach, and this is not meant to be like, I'm a great coach. I am, I believe I'm good at what I do, but I asked the questions that made her start thinking about what she really wanted. Yeah. 
and made her kind of get out of her own way, if that makes right. sense. Like, right, exactly. She asked the sort of questions to make me work through my emotions, my dynamics, my choices. Coaches should not tell you what to do. They should help you figure out what it is you need to do to get where you want to be. Yeah, that's beautifully said. So that was one instance. And it was during those um, sessions with Chelsea and working through that, that I realized, oh my gosh, it was those few years before that I was gifted a group coaching, like mastermind or program or whatever. It was an eight week thing. And I didn't even know that I had already gone through some of that. And some of it was really life-changing. Like I said, the leader was a naturopathic doctor. So I was coming from a place of, it's like a health care, naturopathic group thing. I don't know. I just was like, there was an aspect of professionalism or something that I thought I was getting, which of course I was. Um, I just didn't know that it was actually coaching. So the next thing um, that, that really helped shift my mindset. And then I started thinking of it in the way of, okay, I'm a Pilates instructor. I'm a trained and certified. Which is another form of coaching. Exactly. That's what I was just going to say is like, okay, wait, I learned this skill. I teach people this skill. People don't know how to do Pilates unless I teach them the Pilates method or how to use this equipment. And I was like, that's basically like what a coach does is when you don't know how to do something, you can go to school and learn. You can get a teacher to help you. You can get a tutor to help you. You can get a personal trainer. You get a doctor, all these things. And then also you could get a coach. If you're trying to start a business and you don't know how to do that, you could hire a business coach. If you are wanting to start a gluten-free diet, but you're not really sure how to do that, you can hire a health coach who specializes in gluten-free diets. Shout out to Ashley, one of our experts on the Skinny Hub, who has a class on just that. Exactly. If you're like, oh my gosh, I found out that I really need to work on my blood sugar because of this health test. You could work with Danny Hamilton. She is a health coach that specializes in helping people, especially women, Mm -hmm. deal with their blood sugar stuff. And so when I started being like, okay, wait a second, these are just more like professionals um, who are experts in their area, just like how I'm a Pilates instructor. And so I'm an expert in that area, especially with people with chronic illness and doing Pilates. I am an expert at that now. And so it just started helping me like shift my mindset. And then um, I was approached to do life coaching with Lori Gray, who was on one of our episodes, Bedridden to Boss Babe. She's amazing. We love Lori. He's amazing. Love you, Lori. Yeah. Love you, Lori. She didn't even really have to like pitch to me. I, she was kind of like, Hey, you know, what are your like goals? Essentially? Like, what would you like to do? And what's it like living with a chronic illness and you're a single mom. And we were just messaging and talking. And I told her what I'd really like to achieve. Um, in life, which is like changing the world. (laughs) And she was like, I think I could help you with that. What do you think about if we were to talk once a week and I could try to help you get there faster? And I was kind of like, yeah, that would be great. I do need some guidance. I kind of know the way, but you could help me get there faster. And so just like Chelsea said, it's like, I could figure this out on my own. Um, You know, I could read all the books. So for another example is And by the way, I ended up doing life coaching with Lori. I did it for like nine months. She's amazing. She ended up being so much like a counselor or a therapist to me when we would talk about certain issues that I'd be like, no, 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 but I'm wanting like this business and career and health coaching or 
I wanted that kind of coaching from her, but she'd be talking about like personal life things, but then we'd get off the call and then I'm like, well, obviously those are create, you know, those are connected. I mean, like my self-worth matters that's connected to everything and et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of one of those things that I chose to get direction and help and guidance from a life coach and, ooh, and it's been extremely helpful. Um, and I also realized that it's in the same way, like Chelsea and I have started this nonprofit and I'm trying to figure out how the fuck you run a nonprofit. So I bought a bunch of books and I am reading my little booty off and researching as much as I can about how it is that you effectively and successfully run a nonprofit. And that could definitely be something that I seek coaching for in the future is I want a nonprofit coach. And so if you look at it that way, like they're almost a consultant or a guide. And so in my mind that I'm like, Oh, well, this is what coaches do. You know, you're essentially seeking the help of an expert or a professional. Um, the same goes for courses, which Chelsea and I will talk about more in this episode. But for example, I've gone through fistula surgery. It wasn't an easy recovery. I'm getting a second fistula surgery um, tomorrow, which is, or on. on By the time this episode comes out, you'll be a week out of your your fistula surgery. This episode comes out a week after my surgery, second surgery. And it's been really challenging to exercise again after this surgery. So I told Chelsea, like being a Pilates instructor, I want to make a course to help women recover from fistula surgery and men, because this is a common thing for IBD people and movement videos would be incredibly helpful. And so by that point, I'm definitely going to know what the hell I'm talking about. And I'm going to make these movement videos. I'm a trained movement instructor who lives with a chronic illness, who's gone through these surgeries. So my fistula movement course would be the bomb diggity. So you just have coming that, soon, coming soon. Yes. It will be. So soon. <laughs> I planned on actually making it this month. And then I found out I had to have a second surgery and I was like, okay, so I'll make that as soon as I can <laughs> moving to next month. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's again, it, it really, I, I just had to shift my mind on about like what a coach is and it's not a bad word. And I don't have to just like shut someone off. And just to finish this out, I know I just went on a really long tangent, but I'm saying almost everything I want to say at this point in time, apparently. But I did um, beach body workouts years and years ago. And I know that everyone was talking about being like a beach body coach. And at the time, I kind of felt like a fraud. Like, how am I a coach? I've just learned how to like work out and be a beach body person. Because for those of you that don't know, both Cassie and I, at some point in time of our lives, have technically been beach body coaches. Yeah, which is super funny. Yeah. But I actually do still love their workouts and I do still Their workouts do them. are bomb. They're pretty I awesome. Did, I didn't I really, wanna, it didn't align with me to be a coach for them in that way. Yeah. But their same, workouts same for are me. really, really good. But their workouts are great. And I really love Autumn Calabrese and 21 Day Fix is one of my mm-hmm. favorite ones. Um, but I do remember that was some of my first interactions of coaching as well was like, people being these health coaches, they're a beach body coach. They call themselves a health coach when they were just really like a workout coach. And I kind of was like, wait, but these people don't have any kind of qualifications or background in anything except for doing these workouts. And I think it felt kind of like fraudulent to me. 
at that time. And that's probably what started my judgment. Um, and maybe at that time, those speech body coaches would have been like, you need to do more personal development. But um, yeah, that's where that's, I think, where that mindset came from. So it took really the last year of me realizing um, that not not all coaches are like that. And some of them are really, truly experts in their field and they know amazing stuff and they ask the perfect questions to help you work through your stuff in the right way. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, there's might be some of you that are listening that are like, ew, coach, ew, unfollow or block them. I don't want anything to do with it. And I was one of those people. And then I had to get out of my own way so that I could grow well, with the Kelsey, help of the coach. I'm really, really glad. <laughs> yes. Coaching is great. I'm really happy you brought that up because I also came from a background, um, of you need a certification in fitness. You need a certification to be a personal trainer. You need to have a certain level of experience for someone to hire you. Like if you're going to get hired at a gym, you have to have a personal training certification. And so I also struggled with beach body coaches who did not have my level of education. I have my bachelor's degree in exercise science. I have my master's degree in exercise science. I have a lot of certifications. I'm not going to list them all here because you all don't need to hear them, but I was coming from a place also of but I have the education. I know, I know what to do. So you mean that someone else can tell someone what to do and not have that education. And I struggled with that. And so one other thing I would encourage you all to look at is not every coach has to have a certification. I am not a certified life coach. I might be one day. I think that there are benefits to having extra education, um, in getting certifications in certain things, because that allows you or I guess your coach to have developed their skill set, how to ask better questions, how to relate to you better. That doesn't mean that everyone has to have a certification to be an amazing coach. Um, I know some truly phenomenal coaches who I love working with. I love their courses. I love, they ask the best questions that just kind of like get me out of my own head and make me face the things I need to face. They don't have certifications but they have an incredible amount of life experience and they've done the work themselves. And so to me, again, when you're trying to figure out, is this a good fit? Is this not a good fit? If you're someone who like, no, I need to have a certain amount of certification. I need that person to have that education before I feel comfortable. Great. That's fine. Find coaches that have that educational certifications. That's cool. But if you don't, feel like you need that and you just want to see the transformation they're able to give other people and you really connect with them, that's probably going to be good enough. Just kind of think of it that way. The one thing I recommend to people is, and I feel like I always just need to say this when we start talking about coaching and food, the only people trained to tell you exactly what to eat, like how much of it, when are registered dietitians. That does not mean that a nutritionist cannot help you a ton, but the only people qualified because nutrition is incredibly complicated, the way your food interacts within your body, with medications, with, in, with, with other types of food that you're eating within the same meal can be very, very complicated. So I would recommend just from a safety standpoint to be careful if you're going to work with a health coach or a nutritionist, who's going to be like, I need you to eat three quarters of a cup of bananas and a teaspoon of peanut butter with 
a 50 gram slice of bread. I don't know how much bread weighs. I don't weigh my food. Um, and you're going to eat that at one o'clock every day, or I'm just making stuff up, but like, if they're going to tell you super, 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 super specifically exactly what to eat and when I would highly recommend that you find a registered dietitian again, does not mean that if you were working with a nutritionist, like as this episode comes out, I will have started Danny Hamilton's 30 day sugar-free challenge. Cause it's something that I decided I wanted to do for my own health. She's not telling me exactly what to eat and when she's giving me guidelines that I'm following. Those are very, very, very different things. So just that's the one caveat I have. Otherwise I don't think people need to have a certification. Um, as long as you think that their content, their information is something that can help you. Yeah, that's great. And especially with talking about the food, just remembering that, um, everybody is different. And Uh so just like you said, you're going to try the challenge and Mm -hmm. see how it works for you. Um, and that the same goes for nutrition. I mean, you might just have to give someone a try, Mm -hmm. but yeah, you're right. Like in that, in that instance, you know, just like how, if you want to go get a frigging colonoscopy, you're going to want a trained yeah. GI or surgeon to do that. You don't, you don't want, and if you're having surgery, you don't want not a surgeon cutting into you. Yeah. So there are certain things when it comes to your health, um, that you definitely want to have a trained certified professional. And also depending on what like demons are in your closet, like if you've had a lot of trauma in your life, it might behoove you to find someone like a coach that has some more trauma specific training. Yeah. Because I know like for me, if someone comes to me and is like, I have a huge amount of trauma, like if there's just a massive amounts of abuse and I might not be qual. actually I'm probably not qualified to help with that. Um, but also coaches should know whether or not they can help you. Yeah, that's, that's such a great point. And it was a really wonderful chat with Zahara Jade, mm-hmm. who is, she a is someone coach. that I would say, if you have lots of trauma, go see Zahara. Yeah. And it was really wonderful to talk with her because again, it, it, it does break down that stigma of the word coach because she is definitely like qualified and trained to help someone with trauma. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that also goes to say with you talking about the certification, um, you know, I have had a counselor, um, who it, she had her own health stuff and ended up at one point in her life, having to be on the same medication that I was, and even had to have an organ transplant. And, it gave this extra level of understanding between the two of us because she herself had experienced chronic health issues. And so it's just like Chelsea said, like some people may just have that life experience that is going to really help you. And um, so obviously my counselor is a trained certified counselor and therapist, but like I said, it was her personal experience that gave that extra layer of connection between the two of us. So you may find a life coach that, like Chelsea said, may not have technically a certification, but that their life experiences and maybe trainings that they've gone through themselves or personal work or courses or books have made them extremely helpful for you to work through your experience Mm -hmm. and the things that you need direction with. 
So basically, long story short, trust yourself. If you're getting a good vibe from a coach and you're excited to work with them and you feel like whatever financial commitment they're asking you for is something that you can feel good about doing, then go for it. If you do not feel good about any one of those things, if you're like, yeah, I love this person, but I just can't wrap, I can't wrap my mind around spending that many hundreds or thousands of dollars, then don't do it. That's okay. That is 100% okay. I believe that investing in yourself can be very, very great. Um, I have loved some of the courses that I have taken. Um, I've been so excited about courses that I've taken. I'm actually, the day that we're recording this, going to sign up for like two different courses that I'm very, very excited about that I think will help me continue to grow on so many different levels in this year. So I know those are good investments. They're investments I feel good financially. They're investments. I love the coaches that are going to be teaching those courses. So excited about them. Um, That's kind of the vibe that you want to go for. If you've got any of this kind of hang up, you can maybe ask yourself, well, why am I kind of feeling not so sure about this and see what comes up from that answer. But in the end, you do not have to say yes to anything you do not want to do. You never, ever, ever, ever have to. Don't let anyone feel like you are forced to say yes, or it means something bad about you. So one of the things that Cassie and I are both very, very good at is being very resilient. And so we are creating a course (laughs) on being resilient. It's called Next Level Resilience. And we've taken all of the tools, our life experiences, and put to them into a six module, three week long course. So if you like me and Cassie, and you think that the information that we give you is helpful, and you feel like you just don't know what the hell to do with your life sometimes, because the world keeps knocking you down and you're tired of having to get back up, but you know you have to get back up to keep going, this might be a good fit for you. In the show notes is a link to the sales page which is going to walk you through what all the modules are. We are so incredibly proud of this course. So proud. So proud of it. Y'all like we were making it, we were planning it. And like, we got chills. Like I I was talking about it and thinking about it. I'm getting chills because Mm -hmm. we truly put all of the stuff, all the tools that we both use into one course. Mm-hmm. And that like, that's what, that's what coaching is about. That's why we wanted to have this episode of being like, how do you know if this is a good fit? If it feels good for you, great. If not, that's fine. Please just keep listening to our podcast. We love you. You do not have to buy from us for us to love you. Mm-hmm. But if you feel called, if you feel interested, feel free to swipe up or go to the description whatever on whatever app that you're listening to, go to the sales page, check it out. Yeah, it's it's amazing. <laughs> it's so helpful. And while we've been creating it, um, it was really interesting. This past week, I had like a hell of a week with finding oh, out. she did. She it had was, a hell it of a week. It was a hell of a week. With finding out I was having another surgery and my son ended up in the hospital. He's okay now, uh, but he had a ski accident and it was really frightening and he's away and I can't get to him. And it was just really overwhelming. And there was a number of other things that like were on this camel's back, which one straw broke and I lost it this week. And actually I didn't lose it. I just, I, I really bawled my eyes out and I don't think I've cried that hard since a year ago when my dog died. 
Missy, R-A-P Missy. And so we were, I was creating, we were both, we've been creating this course and I was like, oh my God, I'm literally having to practice all of this again right now to get me through the next 24 hours, to get me through to next week, to get me through the rest of the day, the next three hours. And so this course is truly coming from like heart and soul living through it and um, truly having to practice resilience when life throws challenging difficulties, bad days, sadness, grief, anger, shock, you know, unexpected stuff. I mean, that truly is what resilience is, is Mm -hmm. bouncing back. And so we are so proud of what we've created and know that it's going to be helpful to so many of you being a Spoonie. um, You already have a huge amount of resilience in you every day. And this is really to support that and help you. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. And you get, if you do decide to buy it, you get access to it for the rest of your life. Um, Mm -hmm. Because yes, there will be some support going on with those that purchase it. Um, it starts, it, you can start purchasing it today. It's January 11th when this episode comes out, it, the cart opens today and, uh, we're going to kind of have a live version of the course, meaning that there's a time, if you buy it by the 25th of January, you'll be able to ask me and Cassie questions. Mm-hmm. As you're going through it for those three weeks, um, you get to message us. We'll yes. message with you. That's not always going to be a thing. Um, sometimes you'll just, you could just buy the course and just go through it without that extra level of support. But we really feel strongly about making sure that what we put into this is helping people. We feel very confidently that it will, but I mean, it's the first time for it. So we want to make sure that you get the support that you need. Um, so that that's exciting. And, oh, I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, and it was such good, so many good thoughts. Brain fog, everyone. Brain fog. Um, Oh, wait, I just thought of something. No, but you can. I don't remember what it was. Okay. Well, I wanted, I wanted to give a quick shout out as we are um, going right now, as we're talking, as we're chatting, I wanted to give a quick shout out. Oh, I know what you're doing. Um, um, To say thank you to our reviews that we've been getting. on our podcast thank yes thank you so much we really do love the reviews and so we want to say a shout out thank you to chronically ill babe who said that we have such great insight quote i love the perspective of real life everyday issues that cassie and chelsea talk about makes me feel more helpful about living my life with my incurable illness and achieving my dreams and feeling my best love and highly recommend five stars Thank you so much, Chronically Ill Babe. Thank you. It means the world to us. We seriously are like thrilled every time that we get any reviews or DMs or comments. It just fills us with warmth. And so we wanted to do a nice little shout out to say thank you. And we're going to try our best to do that a little bit more. So if you do leave us a review, we'll give you a shout out. It truly does mean the world to us. We like jump up and down and dance and Mm -hmm. it's wonderful. But If you have thoughts and feelings about this episode, maybe you have more questions on how to figure out if a coach is a good fit for you, like message us. You should know by now, I hope, if you've been listening to us for a while, that we are here to help you in any way that you can. Message us on Instagram at The Real Spoonies Unite, or you can email us hello at therealspooniesunite.com. 
Um, yeah, if you, if you are interested in the next level resilience course, it's in the show notes, look at the sales page. It's $97 before the 25th of January. And then it's going to go up because it is worth more than that, but we want to put it at a price point that feels doable for most people. Yeah. We want it to or be for more people. For and that's something that's very impassionate or a very big passion for us. And uh, we yeah, want to help you, people. Yes. Ooh, and last, last thing too, if you are unsure of how to choose a coach and you want to work with one and you still have questions after listening to this episode, DM us. Yeah. Um, because we can both help to ask some questions to help you find out if that person's the right fit for you. Yeah. I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty good at asking questions. <laughs> Yeah, I've gotten is. to be pretty good. <laughs> and Cassie's really good, good at, at it, it too, because she does the same thing. We coach each other all the time. Um, but yeah, let us know what your thoughts on this episode are. Take a screenshot of it. Share it on the social medias and your stories. Tag us. We love your messages. And we hope to see you in the, the next level resilience course, if that's a good fit for you. We're very, very excited about it. Yay. Thanks for listening. If you love this podcast and want to show your support, please leave a review, share the podcast with others, or join us in the Spoonie Hub. If you'd like to connect with Cassie and I, you can find us on Instagram at The Real Spoonies Unite or on our website, mywellnesshub.co, where you can find all sorts of resources and you can find the Spoonie Hub. Talk to you soon.